Good morning, everybody. Today we are learning Yeshua, Parakhaf Beis, in the past two parakim. We have finished the seven years of Kibosh, the, the seven years of Chalukah. The land of Israel has been conquered, has been divided up. And now it is time for Ruvain, Gad, and Chati, Sheh, and Asher to go back to Yabar Yardin, where they're going to get their chilek, where they're going to live. In the end of the parak, we're going to see that Ruvain, Gad, and Chati, Sheh, and Asher are going to go back to Yabar Yardin. However, they're going to build a Mizbeach, which Klaus thinks that they're building for Avedizar. However, we're going to see that they did a Lashem Shemayim. They did as an ice to show their children, to show Klaus that they're really one, they're really Ba'achdus. So let's see the beginning parak of Beis. Pasuk Alf. The parak starts off, Azir Gaya Yeshua, Ruvain, Yilu, Gad, Yilu, Chati, Matim, and Asher. So Yeshua calls. You have listened, you have stayed around, you have stuck around until the end of the division. We spoke already in the beginning, in the earlier parakim, the Farshim pointed out over here as well, that even though Hashem told the really Reuven and God, really the Shvatim said they're going to stay for the seven years of Kibush, for the seven years of conquering, but they, Mitzad themselves, they wanted to stay with Klaistral until the end, until they division themselves. So they went, the Fenerah Shasadin, and they stayed even longer. Now Yeshua tells them, now you can go back to your inheritance that Kaddish Baruch that Hashem gave you in Eber Yardin. Yeshua just commands the Shvatim, he commands the two and a half Shvatim that are going to live you have to keep the mitzvahs. You have to keep Hashem's mitzvahs and to be dovic with Hashem, to connect with Hashem. We'll come back to this Pasuk, this is very similar to Pesukim we have in the Torah itself, in Eikim and Kisavai, quite a few interesting mitzvahs. There's quite a few interesting tzivuyim Yeshua is giving to the Shvatim. Just one interesting point right now. The Mepharshim point out why exactly is Yeshua commanding him at this point right now when they're going to live our yard. Why, first of all, why is he specifically commanding these two now Shvatim? And second of all, why is he doing it now before they go? So the Malmah over here gives a simple explanation. The Malmah says that since they're going in Chutzlar, since they're going far away from Klai Yisrael, Yeshua wants to warn them, He wants to prepare them that even though they're not going to be necessarily living amongst Klai Yisrael, they're not going to have the same leaders, they should still make sure they keep the terror. Adam Mepharshim, a very interesting explanation. Based on the Ramban at the end of Pashas Achrimites, it's a very important Ramban at the end of Pashas Achrimites where he quotes a very interesting Sifri. And there's many different ways to interpret the Sifri, even to interpret how the Ramban is understanding the Sifri. But basically the Sifri says that the real key Mitzvahs, the real the time that the Klaistral really keeps the mitzvahs is when Klaistral is in Eretz Yisrael. And when Klaistral is outside of Eretz Yisrael, of course they still have to keep the mitzvahs, but it's not on the same level. It's a definitely an interesting discussion exactly what it means that in Chutzlarts it's not the same level. Doesn't mean that's really for training, or does it mean, no, of course you're a mitzvah, it's just not on the same level. But the idea is that the Ramban, the Ramban based on the Sefri, is telling us that the real Iker Kiyam mitzvah is in Eretz Yisrael. So that's why, explain the Farshim, that's why Yeshua is warning Klaistral, preparing Klaistral, that even though you're going to be an Eretz Yard, and even though the mitzvahs are not on the same level, still, of course, you have to be Mekai the Mitzvah. Bezra Shem will come back to this at the end of the parak to discuss different Akudas based on this parak. Just one other quick insight. It's interesting, if we take a look at the Pesukim in Devarim, in Ekev, and Pesukim in Kisavi, where, where we have very similar Pesukim, it, there is one thing which is missing in the Pesukim. In the Pesukim in Kisavi, it says, so everything is basically the same, except that Yeshua doesn't command them about Yerush Hashem. Yeshua commands them about everything else except for Yerush. So it's interesting to figure out exactly why Moshe commanded them about Yerush. Yeshua does not. It just reminds me of an interesting insight. 
The Talmidim, Rabbi answered them, Rabbi Yitzhak the Talmidim of Yisrael Salanter were asked that their Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, was very into discussing Yeras Hashem. He, the way he felt to motivate the Bacham, to motivate Klai Yisrael at that point, was to talk about Yeras Hashem a lot. And they asked the Talmidim of Yisrael Salanter, Rabbi Yitzhak Blazer, Rabbi answered them, they said that you, the Talmidim, you don't talk about Yeras Hashem at all. You just talk, and the Atos Salatka as well, you just talk about Reimus Adam, the godless of a person, the Avas Hashem, the relationship that a person could have through, to HaKadosh Baruch through Ava. So they asked, what's the shot that you don't follow your Rebbe's path? So they explained, the Talmidim of Yisrael Salant explained that HaGufa, this is what our Rebbe taught us. Our Rebbe taught us that in each generation, at every time, in every specific situation, specific circumstances, different places, that we need to work on different things and the way we connect with HaKadosh Baruch is different. That's one of the things that Shlomo Hoffman points out in his Sefer is that one of the things we have to recognize when we learn a Muslim Sefer, when we learn and when we're working on our Midas, is that we have to recognize is that what they're writing in the Sefer, we have to figure out how to apply it to ourselves, how to apply it in our generation. Not necessarily to take the messages which worked 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, and not necessarily to just use those messages. We have to figure out how to apply them in every generation. Pasuk Vav continue along. So Yeshua gives them a bracha and they go back to your tents. So Yeshua also gave to Chati Shei a portion in Eretz Yisrael, as well as a portion, a portion in Eber Yardin. And Yeshua also blessed him like he blessed the other two but the idea is, is that the two and a half Shvatim, Reuben God and Chatish Yemenasha, also divide up in the spoils and the booty of the war with their brothers, and they all got a lot of they got a lot of spoils. They were very rich at that time. Pasik tests. They all gathered at Shila to go across the yard. So they crossed the yard and they got to So the Shvatim over there, the two Shvatim, they built him his back, which we're going to see that they built it so that they can show Klai so that their children will recognize that they are part of Klai so even though they're living in our However, we're going to see the Shvatim suspect they were building it. They heard that the Shvatim, they heard that they built the Mizbech. So Klai Yisrael heard and they got together, they gathered together at Shila in order to battle, in order to bring an army together to fight against the other Shvatim. However, before they went to battle, before they decided to go to battle, they said they're going to send some leaders, they're going to send Pinchas Malazar Akayin, in order to be Mavar, in order to clarify what's going on. They sent one person from each Shevet along with Pinchas to figure out, to clarify what exactly is going on with the two and a half Shvat. So these came to the Shvatim, they said, They asked the Shvatim, they asked Ruben, How could you do this to us? How could you build a Mizbech? How could you rebel against Hashem? Have you forgotten the Aver Baal Pa'ar? Where Klai sold in Aver then, they served by Yizar, and there was a plague. Amongst the entire Klai Yisrael, Atem Toshuva Yehem Achir Hashem, and now you're going against Hashem. Haya Atem Timurdu Yehem Hashem, Machar Al Kol Das Yisrael Yiktzayf. So now you're going to rebel against Hashem, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be upset with the entire nation of Klai Yisrael, which Mefarshim and Rabbah and others again point out the idea of the idea of Arvus, the idea that Klai Yisrael is Kishachab Levachad, and that something which a Yachid does, something which is which the individual does, can impact, can influence the entirety of Klai Yisrael.
The Rabbah writes, "Ki anegav hayav adat Hashem b'avur cheta yechidim mitzales achdus shoyimitz achdus ve'klalam yikar einish l'chol b'avur cheta yachid." That the entirety of klal yisrael can be punished because of the avir one person. And we saw already the Mefarshim pointed out that this is one of the reasons why right before klal yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, klal yisrael came together because that was the idea that before klal yisrael comes into Eretz Yisrael, we have to recognize that everything that we do as klal yisrael, everything we do as yidden can inf- can influence, can impact each other. So that's what the shvatim were tining on the two other the. How can you do this Avera? Then the entire class was going to be punched. Pasuk. You test. Ba'achim t'me'aretz. Achuz ascham. Ivru lachem al-aretz. Achuz ascham. Shachin. Shem. Mishkan Hashem. Ve'achazu b'sechenu. Ve'ashem. Al-tumredi. Ve'asana. Al-tumredi. Ve'asechem lachem. Mizbech. Ma'adu. Mizbech. Hashem alekenu. So the, the leaders tell the Shvatim. If you were Matame in Chutzlarts, if you built Mizbech in Chutzlarts, maybe you should come back with us. Tarot Yisrael, come back with us, Tarot Yisrael, and then you won't rebel against Hashem. Pasuk Chav Halai, Ochin Ben Zarach, Ma'am Abacheres, Akal Das Yisrael, Katzav, Vuishachad, Vlei Garma Vayne. We saw in the beginning of the Psukim, in the beginning of Yeshua, that Ochin was one person who did this Avera, he was Ma'am Abahagdish, he took stuff from the city of, from the city of Ai, and the entire Klai Yisrael was punished. The leaders of the Shvatim responded, He said, They said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows our intentions, and Klaus knows well. If we're rebelling at Hashem, we shouldn't be saved. If you think we built Mizbech, and we're to turn against Hashem, if it's not true that we did it to make him one other Mizbech, Hashem should punish us. However, that's not the reason we did it because we were afraid. In the next generation, your children, the rest of the Shatham are going to turn to our children. They're going to tell us that what portion do you have in Klai I mean, you guys are in Abel Yard, and you're not part of Klai they're going to tell us that Akadish Baruch gave a border, that Eretz Yisrael is a border. Anybody out there, Eretz Yisrael, is not part of Klai Yisrael. They're going to accuse our children of not being part of Klai Yisrael. And that's why we built this Mizbech as a remembrance, as a Zikaran, so we can show our children, and they'll be able to show your children that we are part of Klai Yisrael. This is back will serve as an aid, will serve as a testimony that we are still part of Christ. They'll be able to tell your children in the future generations that this is a, a this is a testimony, and we are not rebelling against Hashem as Hashem. On the contrary, this is going to be the sign that we are part of Klaiyosh. Again, they repeat Hashem where we're doing this rebel. Because of course, the only mizbech you're allowed to have now is in the Mishkan. Which Mefarshim point out that once Klaiyosh came to Israel, Nesser called Bameis Talachas, and now you're only allowed to have one mizbech. You're only allowed to have one in the Mishkan. And when the Mepharshim pointed out over here as well, that this is the same idea that we spoke about before, that once Klai Yisrael came into Eretz Yisrael, the idea was that now we're trying to unify Klai Yisrael, now we're only allowed to have one place in the base of Megdush or in the Mishkan, we're allowed to bring Karbans, Pasuk, Lamed, Pinchas, the Pinchas and the other head of the Shvatim heard what the, the Shvatim responded and they were happy. It was good what they said. Pinchas, 
Pinchas responds, we see that you, we did the proper thing, and HaKadosh Baruch will save you. You guys, you did not rebel against Hashem. And so the leaders come back to Klai and they repeat what the Shvatim told them. And it was good in the eyes of Klai and they blessed Baruch And then they brought, they said we're not going to fight against the Shvatim because we recognized we realized that they weren't doing this to an Aver, rather doing this to unify Klai Israel. The Shvatim, the they called them back. They called the testimony because it is a testimony. That the Shvatim, we are all part of Klai Yisrael, and we believe in Hashem. A few quick insights in the past parak. Definitely an exciting, very interesting parak over here. Starting from the beginning of the parak, Pasuk Hey, the Pasuk brought down the ideas which Yeshua commanded the Shvatim before they go to every yard. So one of the things that Yeshua told them was first he started up by saying, Abbas Hashem Akech, the mitzvah of Abbas Hashem, and then he said, Lachas, Bechol the Rach, the mitzvah of the Alach the Bedrach. So this is really a very important mitzvah. Let's just spend a few minutes discussing this mitzvah. So this is brought down a few different places in the Torah. One place is in Parshish Akev. Parak Yod Pasuk Beis, where the Pasuk writes, "Va'ati Yisrael Hashem Akecha Shem Yimach Kim LeYeres Hashem Akecha Lelechas Pchol Derachav." That what does Hakadosh Baruch Hu ask from you is to, to fear Him and Lelechas Pchol Derachav to follow in His ways. It's interesting. The Chavetz Chaim points out in that Pasuk, the Pasuk says, "Va'ata." And now, so the Chavetz Chaim is medayik. That's the avoid of a Jew, avoid of a Jew is to ask himself, "Va'ata." What does Hakadosh Baruch Hu want from me at this current moment? Which we'll see is very applicable to this mitzvah of Yalach to Bidrachav. So this mitzvah of Yalach to Bidrachav, following the ways of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, is brought down in two different contexts. Number one, it's brought down the Gemara and cited Afidal and Alf brings it down in regards to doing specific actions that the the, the Gemara brings down over there. That just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Vakachayim, like we find different places in the Torah. So so too we have a mitzvah to follow the ways of Hashem and to do those mitzvahs. However, it's also brought down, the Sifri brings it down, the Gemara and Shabbat, the Kulam Beis, Darshan, are a little in a different context, that we have to follow in the ways of the Midas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ma'ahu Racham, Avat Racham, Ma'ochan, Avat Achanan, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Racham, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Chanan, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Giver, is a nice saint, so too, Klai Yisrael, also, we have to be nice and we have to follow in the ways of Hashem. So this is definitely a very important idea, we have to follow the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sign action and sign our Midas. So let's just jump straight to the Rambam, in Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs as one of the mitzvahs in the Torah, the Rambam writes, "By mitzvah Shminis, he counts it as the eighth mitzvah." Shetzivanu lahad mitzvah Yisal lefiyotayin that we have a mitzvah to follow in the ways of Hashem as much as possible. He brings down who Amr he brings the pasuk in Kisali v'alach to Bedrachav. He brings down the parakevot tivazev Amr and he brings down as well the pasuk in in Ekev v'alach is called Bedrachav. And he brings down Ma'akal Yisbroch and Nikarachav v'ata ha'yirachav Ma'akal Yisbroch and Nikarchanan Ma'akal Yisbroch and Nikarzalik just like Yisbroch was righteous. Avato Yitzadik, Makalish Brachu Nikra Chasid, just like Kalish Brachu is a Chasid, Avato Yitzadik, and he brings this to free. And then he says, that all this, he brings down, this mitzvah is also brought down in the context of following in the Maisim of Kalish Brachu, following in the actions of Kalish Brachu. So this is one important idea, two things. Number one, the mitzvah tells us we have to follow in the Midas, which many of the Farshim ask, many of the Farshim, the Chaim Ital, and others discuss why there's no mitzvah Mifurish in the Torah that tells us that we have to have good Midas. So it could be that, and it definitely gives a lot of beautiful Turutim, but according to the Ram and according to many of the Farshim, this mitzvah of Allah to is definitely a mitzvah say which tells us that we have to have proper midas, we have to have good midas. If you take a look at the Sefer Achinoch, he counts this as one of the mitzvahs as well, one of the last mitzvahs, Tough Reish Yud Aleph, this is one of the last, one of the mitzvahs, mitzvah 611, he brings down this mitzvah, and he, he explains it in a little bit of a different context, and he writes, We have a mitzvah 
to do the mitzvahs and to do all of our actions, but derech ha'yeshara type in the most appropriate and the best fashion that we can. Lahat is called v'reinu, asher b'nenu v'ein zlatzenu al derech ha'chesed ha'rachem, and as well as in, as our interactions, b'nadam lachaver when we have an interaction with another person, we should try to do it. But derech ha'chesed ha'rachem, and this again, according to the chinuch, this is the mitzvah of chesed. This is one of the areas where the Torah specifically commands us with mitzvah say deraisa to do chesed. Kasher yadanu with yersin, yisrael derech Hashem. And brings down the mitzvah is repeated as well in Parashat Ekev, and he goes on. He explains this. He goes at length to explain this mitzvah, and then all the way at the end, he writes, "What are the din and what are the specific applications of this mitzvah?" So he writes like this: very important. The din are not so long. The inyan is like this: that a person should choose in all of his actions, in all of his inyanim b'chol ma'isav. Whether he's eating, whether he's drinking, whether he's doing business. He writes whether a person's learning, davening, talking to a friend, whether he's eating, drinking, whatever he's doing, business, he has to choose. He always has to choose the middle path, the golden mean, as Ram calls it. He has to make sure to choose that path to act in the best fashion that he can and not to go to any extreme. A person should always be thinking about his actions. A person should always think about what he's doing before and try to figure out what is the best way I can do this. And they bring down another pasuk, which tells us this idea. And he writes, It's a mitzvah which applies to everybody. And it applies at every moment, any place that a person is, or any moment in time. It brings down that a person who unfortunately doesn't, doesn't think about his actions, doesn't try to do it, doesn't try that in all of his actions he's asking the question of what does Hashem want from me, is over and he's mavato, this mitzvah. So we see a very important idea that Chenech telling us that this mitzvah is not just a mitzvah, not just a mitzvah which tells us that when we do the mitzvahs themselves we have to make sure we do them in the best fashion. No, it's specifically an idea, it's a mitzvah which tells us that in all of our actions, whether it be business, whether it be pleasure, all of those ma'isim should be done in a way which would make HaKadosh Baruch Hu happy, which is, which is in a godly fashion, which is not going to the extreme, but doing it in the best way that we can. It's interesting, the Chavetz Chaim brings down, Chavetz Chaim brings down that the way, this mitzvah of if we follow the ways of Hashem, Chavetz Chaim says, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will treat us the same way that we treat Him. Meaning, if we treat HaKadosh Baruch Hu with chesed, if we treat HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Rachmanis, if we treat other people, I'm sorry, with Rachmanis, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will treat us that way as well. It's interesting, the son of the Rambam was asked in a tshuva, Rabbein of Rambam the Rambam was asked, that Lachar, this mitzvah of is just a mitzvah to Mekayim, the rest of the mitzvahs in the best way. And Rabbein of Rambam Rambam gave a similar explanation as the Chinuch, that this mitzvah is not just to do the mitzvahs in the best fashion, it means that in every action that we're doing, we have to ask ourselves the question, how can we do this in a godly fashion? How can we do it in a way that would make HaKadosh Baruch Hu proud? There's just one more interesting insight that the grandson of Chassam Sefer, of Shlomo Sefer, writes in his Sefer Shirma Oven, where the, he's going on the Pasuk in Kisavai, where the Pasuk in Kisavai writes, V'olach to bedrachav, and the next Pasuk says, and the Pasuk writes that if you're Valach to Bidrachov, then the rest of the nation are going to see and they're going to be afraid of you. So the, the Rishlaim is Seifer, was the grandson of the Chassam Seifer, he's a tremendous Tamil Chacham, he was born in 1850 in Pressburg, and he was Nifter in 1944 in Auschwitz, he was killed at the age of 95. So he writes in the Seifer, beautiful, beautiful shot based on this Pasuk, based on this mitzvah of Valach to He writes that unfortunately, Valach to Bidrachov, he says, 
In Rayim Ish Medaktik Mayim Mitzvahs, if the non-Jews see that a person is very Medaktik in Mitzvahs, not only Malkim, but in about Chesed Rachim. However, he's not a person who goes out his way to Chesed. He's not Merachim. He doesn't have mercy on the Negev and his friends. We pride him. Kol Um Medaktik Mayim Bein Adam Malkim. And if he sees that they go so much out of their way to Medaktik Bein Adam Malkim, Avul Chavreim Bein Adam Chaveri Einim Tayvim. However, they see that in their interpersonal relationships and their interactions with their friends, they're not acting in the best fashion. They're not acting with Rachmanis. Then, unfortunately, not just is it not a Kiddush Hashem, it's a tremendous Chil Hashem. They say, wow, such a great nation has such terrible Midas. Who wants to be like them? Because as the, as the some type of grandson explains, that the Midas themselves are something which we can understand with our own Seichel. So if the, the nations see that Kleisel is only doing Mitzvah Ben Amalmakim and not doing Mitzvah Ben Amalmakim, they say, wow, it's a tremendous Chil Hashem. Why would we want to be? Why do we want to take part? Why do we want to have any relationship with such a nation? However, if Klai Yisrael acts in their midas in a beautiful fashion, then it's a beautiful thing because they see that religious people, people who serve Hashem, they go out of their way to have wonderful midas. That will cause a tremendous kiddush Hashem, which is a very interesting point that Revolva writes in Ali Shur and Chelik Beis, where he's discussing the challenge of Frumkite, where he writes that the Alter Sabbatko is very against Frumkite. He writes that the way that some people understand their relationship with Hashem is that they just have to work on Ben Al-Makim. They have to go out of their way to have all these types of Chumras Ben Al-Makim. However, their Ben Al-Makim suffers tremendously. And that's what Revolva explains, that our Chumras should come in the area of Ben Al-Makim and not necessarily in Ben Al-Makim. So that's the idea. The Mitzvah of Lach Tawadrachav, definitely a lot to think about and definitely a Mitzvah, which we Mikhaim throughout our day, throughout our lives. Moving along. The Pesukim brought down that before Klai Yisrael went out to battle against the Shvatim, against Reuven, Gad, and Chati, Sheh, Menashe, because they built Mizrach, they sent Pinchas, and they sent somebody from each Shev. So first of all, it's very interesting that they sent Pinchas, because what do we know about Pinchas? Pinchas was a zealot. Pinchas was the Kanoi who ended up killing Zimri. So it's interesting that they picked Pinchas to be the one to go see if Klai's, if they're doing Aveir or not. So if you take a look at the Gemara in Zvachim, Lafkaf Alf, Ambez actually writes it. There's a, a Mandam over there who writes, that Pinchas only got his kuhuna. That is, there's a discussion over there when exactly Pinchas became was considered a kain because he was the son of Arna Kain. However, the Gemara writes that according to Rambam the Amr, he only got the bris of kuhuna after this incident, after he brought Shalom and Klai So if you take a look, Reb Yaakov Kamenetsky in Parshas Vayechi writes beautifully, and this would explain Pastor why he specifically said Pinchas, is that the Semel HaKanois at the Hare writes of Yaakov, the symbol of somebody who's real, a real Kanoi, somebody who's really doing it, L'Shem Tahar, L'Shem Kedusha, somebody who's really going to do it for Hashem, on Ulmedim Kanois Amitis Mai. We can learn from this, from this, from this episode in, in Sefer Yeshua, and he quotes our story, Shehalach Pinchas Breish, that Pinchas was sent as a leader, and Pinchas tells them, before Pinchas starts up with them, before Pinchas tells them that it's, that it's time to go to battle against them, Yeshua tells them that if you feel that where you are, you're living in a place which is Tameh, so now don't, don't stay there, come back to Eretz Yisrael. So it says Rabbi Yaakov, you see that even though, and Rabbi Yaakov continues and explains that even though the Shvatim themselves are pretty cramped in Eretz Yisrael, you see that the symbol of a real Kanai is not somebody who's looking to fight. He's not some, looking for somebody who's trying to make machlekes. He's trying to make peace. He's not trying to distance them. He's trying to be them closer. And he's telling them that before we fight against you, we want you really to come part of Christ. We want you to come closer. So if you come direct to Israel, then of course we'll accept you and we won't go. We won't fight against you. So it says Rebbe 
that's what you, that's where we see the idea of a real kanoi, a real a person who's really doing a shem shemayim is not looking to fight necessarily. He's not looking if that's the only way to save the situation. If that's the only way to do it. Then that's what they're going to do. However, if there's another way out, there's a way that you can make shalom. That's the symbol of a real kanoi. So it could be that's why they specifically send pinchas because they recognize he was a shem shemayim and he would really go check out if they're doing if klai yisrael the shvatim were fighting against Hashem or they were on their side. There's also a very interesting Maritzchis over here. The Maritzchis in Teres Nevi'im writes, there's, a, there's an important Rambam, where the Rambam writes, and then the first one trying to figure out what the source of this Rambam is, the Rambam writes that the halacha is that you're not going to kill a Irani Dachas until you go warn them first. You have to send two Tamil Chachamim, and if they're Chayzim with Shuvah, then the halacha is that you don't kill them. So all the Mepharshim, this Rambam is in Parakeh, Allah Chavav, in Hachazavad Yitzchachavim, so all the Mepharshim are trying to figure out what exactly is the source of this Rambam. They can't find it in the Gemara. So the Maritzchis in Teres Nevi'im, Parakeh suggests, Maybe the Makar is from our story, because you see in the Rambam, Maritavucham hints this in Chela Gimel, where the Rambam hints to this idea that in a time like this, where you have a, you have a portion of Klai Yisrael, or you have a city of Klai Yisrael, or Shvatim and Klai Yisrael, who are, who are seemingly going against Hashem, they're seemingly doing a very against Hashem, the Allah is that first you have to send leaders, you have to send Sadiqim to warn them, to see if they'll be Chayz B'Shuvah, and if they're Chayz B'Shuvah, then you don't start up against them. So the Maritavucham suggested it could be the sources from our Pesukim over here that we see before Klai Yisrael start up, Against the other Shvatim, instead of just going straight out to war, even though they heard that they were circling by Jezara, they first went to see they would be Chayz Shuvah to see if they were really going against Hashem. So that is a very interesting Maritz to discuss what the source of this Rambam, this, the Makar of the, this Halacha in the Rambam. Just one more quick insight over here. Let's look and bring down that Pasuk Yitas brought down. That the Shvatim tell, the leaders tell the Shvatim in Eva Yardin that if you want, Instead of staying in instead of staying in Yardin, instead of staying in Chutzlars, you should come back with us in Eretz Yisrael. So Desta has a beautiful point, a very interesting insight into human psychology. Chelik Beis, page two sixty, Reb Desta describes that what's going on in the Pesukim over here is that Pinchas and the head, the leaders suspected that sometimes when a person has an inspiration, a person recognizes they did something wrong, so he could do one of two things: either now he could be Chayz B'Tshuva, now he could come back, or he could just throw up his hands and, and say, "And be she can give up all hope." So the leaders suspect that that's what happened to Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain and Chati Shevanash, that they recognized that really they shouldn't have stayed in Erevai Yard and that they ended up going Chutzlarts, and they, so therefore they, were, they had a hair of Tshuva, they realized that they did something wrong and they're going to be Chayz but instead of being Chayz they just threw up their hands, they were Meyayish, and they started building Mizbech, the Sarah Dazar. So that was the Nikuda, that was what Yeshua was telling them, that I see that you recognize, I see that you want to do Tshuva, you recognize that you're in Erevai Yard and you're outside, you're in Chutzlarts. However, there's still hope, don't give up, instead of giving up hope and building up Dazara, rather come back to Eretz Yisrael and we will, we will bring you closer. So that's a very interesting point of Dessler makes that sometimes we have to recognize when a person is in a situation of challenge, a person is in a situation of temptation, and sometimes he can be chayz with tshuva, he can have a hair with tshuva, he can recognize that he's doing something wrong and he wants to come back, the Yitzhar will tell him, no, since you did on a bay already, just give up, give up hope, and now you can go even worse. And that's the Chassam Sefer brings down, that's what we say in Davening, what is the Satan behind us? Says Chassam Sefer, Me'acharenu is the Satan that after doing a bay, tells us that now once you do a bay, just continue doing a bay. So says of Dester, that's what we have to recognize, that instead of giving up hope when we do an Aver, if we have a hair of Tshuva, we have to recognize that that's the Yitzhahar telling us to give up hope, and the Yitzhahar Tev and HaKadosh Baruch really want us back. As Hashem tomorrow, we'll pick up with Parak Chav Gimel. Have a wonderful day.